This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. My name is Mikey Pensy-Smith and on the weekend some hardy souls spent there a Saturday afternoon in the pouring rain on the terraces. I'm joined by two men who much prefer to be in the warmth of hospitality. It's David Diamond and Craig Fimbo. How are you both? Yeah, good Mikey. Thanks. Good to see you. Yep. Good, thank you. And... Yeah, go on then, Craig. T- tell us all about hospitality at the Colchester Stadium. The, is it the JobServe Stadium? The JobServe Community Stadium, yeah. yeah. You were on um, a scouting mission, weren't you, for Ipswich Town? Well, I had plenty to choose from, mate. There was there was seven, um, in the starting 11 for Cole U, there were seven seven players with Ipswich connections, um, plus plus Tom Eastman on the bench, plus Corian Darber was playing for Salford. So, yeah, there was, there was plenty to... Uh, pique your interest if it wasn't just such a terribly terribly awful game of football um <laughs> obviously it was absolutely lashing it down for the entire match and luckily we were a little bit further up the stand but even so we were getting soaking wet once the wind started whipping around it was <laughs> atrocious atrocious but yeah the the, the level of football was not uh, spectacular dobra started actually in the number 10 position for Colu, um and then quickly got moved wide left they went to four one four one, and then he got hauled off five minutes into the second half. He he didn't do much at all. Um, and Darba was 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 better. He played left back uh, for Salford, and you know, pretty much just strolled through the game. To be fair to him, he was he was only up against Alan Judge, so you know, <laughs> barged him off the ball a couple of times. But the the old um, Ipswich players looked a little bit uh, lethargic, shall we say? Poor old dear old Cole Skews has shaved his beard off and uh, looks like a very old librarian or insurance salesman now he's uh struggling a bit and, um yeah the, the Colu fans weren't giving the old Ipswich players much cutting them much slack shall we say who was the um who was the pick if you had to pick one who was the pick of the ex-Ipswich players do you think or were they all really on a similar poor level they was, it, was, was Smith playing with Chambers Smith Smith and Chambers mm. played centre half yeah to start with second half they brought Eastman on and went all three of those at centre back, um, <laughs> they brought Eastman on for Dobra, didn't they? Yeah, well, they, yeah, they sort of made two, they made two changes, oh, okay. yeah, just to solidify it, sort of thing. Um, <laughs> Nubel was Nubel, things just bouncing off of him as far <laughs> as you, you know, forty yards off of him. Judge was trying stuff, but it wasn't coming off. Dobra was, they was slipping and sliding everywhere and just getting nudged off the ball. What about good old Fred? Of... What about Freddie? Was he a goal threat at all? No, it wasn't much of a goal threat from the right wing. He was scuttling, scuttling around as he does, but honestly, none of them, none of them did anything. And Darba was by far and away the best player of with an Ipswich connection, shall we say? As Mick would used to say, I bet Freddie put in a shift, though, didn't he? Did he put in a shift? Did he yeah, clock him out? Do we think? Yeah, he, he. To be fair, of all the ex-Ipswich players, he's the one that the Colu fans 
like the most. Him and Newell, I think well, they. Yeah, I guess yeah, he's, he started there, didn't he? And Kemp, yeah, he did well for yeah, the first yeah. time he was there. Didn't yeah, he? So I think yeah. they give him a little bit of leeway. Tell you, tell you who did put a shift in this weekend, gents, and that's Chris Wade, who oh, ran the segue. London Marathon today. Fantastic. Yeah. Saw yeah, that. Yeah. Just congratulations. Massive congratulations to yeah, him and, and indeed any anyone who ran the marathon. I I don't ever want to put no. myself through that, but. Absolutely Chris did a, a cracking job and raised loads of money. Um, if you want to go and congratulate him on Twitter, he's at Chris Wade 88. Um, he ran for the Lullaby Trust. And yeah. it's not, not too late if you want to donate to that cause as well. All of it's pinned on, on his Twitter account. But well done to Chris Wade. And I'm sure by this time he's enjoying a well-earned pint of ale and some jelly deals in the East End somewhere, isn't he? <laughs> It's a great achievement, that fantastic. Yeah, well done, Chris. Yeah, brilliant. Lovely stuff. So, yeah, let's <laughs> let's move into the news. And Dave, on Friday, Burley's old. Sorry, I've got that completely wrong. I wanted to talk to you about Craig about um, Friday night with George <laughs> Burley. We really confused myself there because we've already <laughs> talked about it, haven't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, very briefly, I was at. Um, Brightlingsea Regent on Friday night, they had the an evening with George Burley, similar to the one they did at Berry, I think, two or three weeks ago, um, where yeah, he had just went through his playing career and then on to his managerial career, and then there was like a QA um at the end of it. But yeah, it's a really, really interesting evening. He's not someone that you often see on the circuit, if you know what I mean. You, you know, you'll see Walkie pop up quite often and doing the, the stuff at Ipswich, doesn't he? In the, in hospitality he does but you don't often see George Burley so yeah it's it was really interesting actually just from his you know, moving down to Ipswich when he was 15 he left home wow um, just literally just after his 14th birthday he said so can you mm. imagine 15 year old boy coming down from Scotland to to be fair they used they they used to take a lot of Scots lads back in the day I mean yeah you know a bit further on a couple of years further on you got Brazil and Johnny Walker as well but they used to take a lot of Scots lads you know that was a yeah. hotbed for Ipswich yeah. scouting back then. So I don't think he was on his own, probably. No, but it's just quite interesting that they talked through when he was in the reserves for a couple of years and his obviously debut against George Best. And he went through all went through his career pretty much and through his injury that he had, which, you know, should should have been a career ending injury. He was the first, one of the first back when he, he pioneered yeah, and he surgery. Still went on to I think play another two hundred odd matches Brilliant. here, there and everywhere. So incredible. And obviously through his managerial career and bits and pieces of like that. So yeah, it's it's really interesting. So if you know if I think Kieran, the guy that runs um, Purple Events, is looking to, if if not get George again, then get other um, ex Ipswich players out. So I'm sure we'll give him a promotion, um, give him you know a promote it as and when it comes out. So, I used you know, to go to. I used to go to those roadshow ones that they used to do at the Dove now and again. And Milch used to compare them, and um, I saw Beatty and um, Ian Marshall and a few. Yeah, really good nights actually, really good. Yeah. yeah. Great stuff. That my segue was going to be uh, staying with the Ipswich Colchester connection, Craig, but I completely messed it up and went went into the news jingle. So, well, funnily on. enough, there, there was a Colu fan there, and as part of the Q and A, this this Colu fan asked, and this was with a deadpan straight face, George, do you regret leaving Colchester United for Ipswich Town? <laughs> well, so how did he handle he that? One? He must have been on the wind up. Well, it, sure, no, well, George said, "Well, I was only there six months. You got a hundred and fifty grand compensation for me. Oh, you know, wow. I think it was the best thing to do." And I, and actually, when I asked my question, I asked him about Fanidi and Serini, and said, "George, when you were standing on the sidelines at the San Siro, do you think back and wonder whether the, you know, did you make the right decision leaving Colchester United for uh, for Ipswich Town?" <laughs> Lovely stuff. Um, so yeah, the, he, here's here's a segue that should work though. I'll try it again for the second time. Uh, Burley's old teammate Terry Butcher was in the news this week, Dave. Um, he was on a podcast with the BBC um, talking about <laughs> heading of the football and how he thinks that in time it should be phased out of the game. Um, you've, you've, you've been around a while, Dave. You've seen <laughs> been fo- football. <laughs> I remember at primary school, we used to have actually on that old, we used to have leather ones with a lace in it at primary school. No dugging out of that. And you used to have to head it. Otherwise it was, I don't know lines or something it was um no, so, yeah, I mean, you, you've you've seen gradual changes over the year haven't i have you? yeah is, is the... this one that you can see gradually changing surely not no i can't i mean you know by compa look there's an issue there clearly there's an issue there clearly <clears throat> there was an issue there is an issue there um 
and I know I think it's at under 12 level, is it, or under 11 um, level already. They've cut out, I think, heading the ball, certainly in training, whether that goes for properly organised games or not, I don't know. But I, I can't take that. How can they take that out of the professional game? I mean, how's it work? It's going to be like five aside, overhead height, free kick. Well, the game will, you know, just it just can't flow. It, I can't see how it can work. Um and I, you know, obviously acknowledge it's terribly sad, you know, the Jeff Astles and Nobby Styles and, you know, countless others back, you know, back then, probably Charlton now um, that have got dementia. And yeah, obviously it is, there is a link there back, certainly back then to, to head into the ball. But, you know, by comparison, the balls now are like beach balls, for goodness sake. And yeah. I don't think there is so much head into the ball, you know, from my experience, there is so much head into the ball now because the ball is played. The game is now played much more, much more on the deck than, than it was back then. So, I just don't see how how that can ever how can that ever work. Don't see it. You don't see it. I'll I'll just quickly read through uh, what what Terry Butcher had to say on it. He says, "I think you've got to do it gradually. I think you have to be very careful, but I think you have to look at safety. You have to look at families losing their loved ones too early. Of course, I'd like to see it phased out. I think it's something that has been strong, particularly in Britain, with the way that we used to play, but not so much now. I think it's something that we can do without." And then it would rule out the trauma of heading a football, particularly at pace. You've got to get some brain trauma in there because your brain is going to rattle against your skull. It's not mm-hmm. good. I don't think that people actually realise the importance of this and realise that there's something in football that can be catastrophic for players in the future. Injuries, broken legs, cruciate, you all recover from them. But you don't recover, or you never recover from a real huge heavy brain trauma. I get, he's 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 definitely got a point, hasn't he, David? Oh, no, I think course, no, he's, he's got a point, more I, more investigation he, has to be done, especially no, no, absolutely, with you absolutely. Modern, hold my hands up. No, totally got a point. It's and it's, and it, and it's dreadfully sad. It's dreadful. You know, you're right. Families are lo- losing loved ones to it, but I just can't see how it ever work in our game. Can you? Hmm. How, how does it work? You know, it'd be like five aside. You know, overhead height, free kick. <laughs> you know, the ball would never hardly yeah. ever be in play, would it? And you'll be watching Sky Sports. You'll be watching the football, and then just after the football finishes, they'll bring the boxing on, where two blokes are clumping hell out well, each other around the head. Yeah. And or they'll be yeah. having the what's it, the UFC? What's that? That mullet likes that, doesn't he? That step up from WWE just a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Is it UFC? Oh, <laughs> people kicking themselves, <laughs> taking a fight with other. mullet. <laughs> people kicking yeah, each WWE other. WWE the when they're hitting themselves over the head with step ladders because obviously that's real. <laughs> if they're hitting themselves over the head with step ladders, <laughs> yeah, UFC is completely different to that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Ah, they're all dressed yeah. up in the little clown costumes and all sorts. <laughs> the clown costumes <laughs> UFCs when they're in like the trampoline ring, isn't it? They're in the tra- yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, of course, yeah. No, that, look, there, there is there is a problem, but I thought you guys surely. How do, how do you ever? How does that ever work in our game? How does that ever? How can you possibly phase that out? I, how? I can't see it. Just can't ever see it. Arsene, give it let Arsene Wenger sort it out. He'll, he'll have a... Arsene will have a, have a... Yeah, sort it. Yeah, Arsene Wenger just seems to tow the... Whatever the FIFA line is these days. But I must he? acknowledge, I wasn't demeaning anything that Butcher said at all. There is there is a real issue and it's really, yeah. really sad. But how you how you can possibly bring that, take that out of our game, you know, of, of, of the game, I, I don't know. I don't know how that can work. Okay. Um, it was a good weekend for the ITFC women's team who maintained their 100% start to the season with a 3-1 win over the London Bees. They sit joint top with Southampton. With, they've both got 21 points from a possible 21. I mean, doing, the, doing the town proud, aren't they, Dave? Oh, fantastic. I mean, I might, I, I must confess, I haven't been yet, but I think if I, I must check the fixtures because that Southampton one down at Felix, though, could be an absolute corker because yeah. I did look earlier in Southampton. I think Ipswich is second, obviously, 1 7, I think, on 1 7 since the start of the season. Got a goal difference, goal differ plus 26. Southampton, the same, got a goal difference of plus 39, for Christ's sake. Yeah. I think they won 9 or 8 or 9 nil today. So there's obviously, um, they're the, they're the two, they're the two to beat. And I think third was, Crawley, I believe. I think we've already already beaten. I, I think I'm sure we've already beaten them. So um, yeah, um, I know GB goes. Um, GB goes. He's but he's been a few. So I think he might go quite regularly. And um, he said no, it's a good. I think Rich has gone. Rich has been as well. Yeah, and he I said think, no, it's a good yeah. afternoon, good yeah, entertainment. Rich so went the other week. Yeah. I will but certainly it, look it was out. away today. Yeah, no, it was. I'll certainly look at. I think if it's come upcoming at, for that Southampton game because that could be an absolute cracker. Yeah, I think I think the uh, the Southampton game is like the second last 
game of the season, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, I think it might be the last home game of the season. Oh, is it? Eight, okay. April time, yeah. Oh, wow, well, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, trying, nice nice trying day at the seaside, point. Dave. Nice day, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, bit, bit of ideal, bit of golf in the morning. What, what's not to like? Bit of um, <laughs> footy in the afternoon. Um, well, as you as you did today, good God, fantastic. What a day, what a day you've had, man. Yeah, great day. day. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, and now and now I'm sat here chatting to you guys. So yeah, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's gets better. My kids just gets better, doesn't it? Just gets better. Don't want the day to end, mate. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, we haven't started talking about the Accrington game yet, but yeah. yeah. Across, let's just talk about golf. You two can talk <laughs> yeah. about golf, and I'll just sit here and yeah, uh, you can, well, close, you can close off. Talk a bit. Talk a bit about cricket. And, well, yeah. I'll I'll indulge you first, uh, Craig, um, because before we go into the match action, a little bit of news that people might have missed earlier on this week or even <laughs> forgotten about was the signing of Aussie trialist Tese Yengi, a six-foot-five-inch striker who can also play out wide, Craig. That's the sort of player that you like, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strikers strikers who can, you know, if he scores in his debut and gets a 10 out of 10 rating in Match Magazine and then <laughs> gets pushed out wide and, and drives us to winning the winning the championship and, and promotion into the Premier League, then, yeah, he'll, he'll do all right by me. Um, yeah, so come just out of the blue. I don't know whether we've got mm. any particular links um, down there. Um, I think, but I think I read somewhere it came via um, Keeley, the goalkeeping coach. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. He's, I he's, actually, what... I did I did look a bit into it, and his his dad's um, not famous, but his his dad's done a lot of work for um, a lot of work for charity, um, <laughs> and has actually got like the Aussie equivalent of the MBE or CBE OBE oh, wow. for for that. Yeah, he does a lot of work for refugees in uh, Africa and building hmm. schools and bits and pieces like that. So. Um, yeah, him and his brother plays, doesn't he? I think in the A League, he's got an older brother who plays um, currently over there. Both Excellent. both sort of strikers, rangy, rangy strikers. Lovely stuff. Hope, hopefully, someone will get to see in the future. Um, but yeah, we can't delay any further, gents. Let's get into the Accrington game. And we went there full of confidence after after a week where we got seven points from three games. We put six past Doncaster on Tuesday night. Accrington hadn't won in four and conceded 14 across those games. And I think some people will say, oh, sods law, Ipswich will go there and lose. But I don't think any of us were actually saying that on this occasion, were we? I think we all, especially, wasn't any wasn't any injuries to the first team players. Edwards was back in the squad, but otherwise it was the same team that won so impressively against Doncaster. You look at that lineup, don't you, Craig? And you think, how how can we lose this game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We could put a bit, bit of momentum behind us. Um, good result, Lincoln draw, Sheffield Wednesday, fantastic result, albeit against <coughs> quite quite by some distance what we've seen the worst team to to be at Portman Road this season. But even so, to put them to the sword, as they say, um, yeah, things were looking rosy. And as you say, Acton are on the back of a couple of thumpings themselves and you know, there's only going to be only going to be one result even the, the East Anglian guys were Christ Stuart Watson was going to predict we we're going to win 4-1 I think in his um, report so you know there was yeah I think Brett Brenner Brenner had predicted off air that it was going to be 4-0 <laughs> yeah apparently Alex Mappy talked Christ. him down from that apparently that but... was quite funny he predicted well, we that we never learn Alex... and, and Alex Mappy turned up <laughs> along comes Mappy curse <laughs> Oh, Mathy. Um I'll just yeah, yeah. run through the, the two teams. So we had Haladki in goal, Penny Burgess, Edmondson, Danassian, Evers and Morsi, Fraser and Burns wide of Selena, who's in behind Macaulay Bon. Um, Savin in goal for Accrington. They seem to be playing, a, according to what I've looked at, a 3 5 1 1 formation. Um, Amanqua, Nottingham, and Sharing the defenders. Hamilton left wing back, Conville right wing back, Keneally, Morgan and Butcher in the middle and Pell playing in behind Bishop. Not really much to talk about from the first half, Dave, but we managed to go in 1-0 up thanks to our star striker. Yeah, I mean, I think it was <clears throat> I think it was fairly even. I don't think it was any many chances created at both ends particularly. And then um, I think we got the press quite well. I think it was, I believe it was Fraser pressing wide. On their left, I think, wins a ball from Morgan. My sort of ball breaks. I think the ball breaks inside, actually, to Bon. 
who's challenged by, I think it was Nottingham or someone like that, gets a foot in. But now by this time, Fraser has drifted in field and it's fallen to him. He slipped it to, what, five-yard, ten-yard ball to Selina. It was just, just a bit of class, wasn't it? And I mean, a simple ball, but almost a disguised ball. He's sort of facing straight and he sort of passes it. It was a clever ball, wasn't it? And it was only one, you know, one one option, one outcome after that. And I think Brenner um, described it quite well on Radio Suffolk, you know, almost said before he sort of passed it in, well, there's only one outcome here. And he just stroked it, Bond just stroked it in the corner, you know, um, opened, opened himself up and just stroked it in the corner. Such a simple goal. The pass made it is lovely, but, and that was pretty much it for the whole first half. And I think the general feeling was we're in a half time. Yeah, you know, and really weathered a storm because there hasn't really been a storm. It was just a sort of bit of a nothing first half, but one bit of class, I guess, from Selena in the class finish from Bond. You know, we go in one nil up. Happy days. Keep it tight. Let's get the second and get out, of, get out of dodge. You know, but yeah, <laughs> it was it was nice. For, it was nice for our number ten to create a goal, wasn't it? It's, it's, we've been bemoaning <laughs> our number ten not being involved much in 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 games, haven't we? Like really, or being able the team and the system being able to get much out of them. But for for it to be that partnership, that number ten playing the ball through to the, yeah, to the striker is exactly what you want. And it's, it's just so simple, wasn't it? He's simple, yeah, simple. Yeah, yeah. It's either said before, it's either a diagonal ball and a straight run, or a straight ball and diagonal run. It just gets yeah. gets through every time, near enough. Yeah. yeah, and we can afford to have Fraser and Selena drifting in and out of the game if they are. Making Great. an impact on the scoreline and create creating yeah. good chances. Um, that one nil scoreline probably meant that Cook didn't have too much, too many negative words to say to them at half time. Um, <laughs> I don't know what went on in the Accrington dressing room, but they they came up flying. Gone, Dave. What, what were you going to say? No, I mean, I don't think I don't think it necessarily. I don't think it sort of they they said it was it's pretty even, and they didn't say the score necessarily flattered us. You know. Mm. One nil either way would have perhaps been about fair, but you know that was there was just nothing in it really. I don't think. But there was certainly something in the second half, though, and I think yeah, Accrington came out strong, and I think we we lasted five minutes before before they equalised. Craig, do you want to talk us through that? Yeah, they just sort of just as you say, just the second half they just seemed to get in our faces more, didn't they? They were they were you know more aggressive, just pressing us, closing us down, not allowing us time on the ball, which you know teams are allowed to do to us you know if they want to, they want to stand off us like Doncaster fantastic but on a, on occasion teams will actually get in your face and try and try and tackle you and, uh, and beat you up a little bit um but this is just another it's just a scrappy goal isn't it it was it was a throw in down our right sorry down their yeah. right their right yeah their right yeah. Outlet, down their yeah. right and um i think it was a manqua gets gets a bit of a scuffy old cross isn't it horrible cross Horrible yeah, it's not cross. a nice cross. And I think Pell, who's a unit, in, I didn't realise Pell was so big. He's a massive guy, isn't he? Like six foot four, six foot five. Hmm. He gets a little flick on it. Um, and Colby Bishops, he seems to be running quite wide, at a very tight angle. Um, gets a shot one. I think Edmondson's sli- sliding in, isn't it? And somehow it sort of clips, either goes under Edmondson and flicks up over Hlagke, doesn't it? I think Hlagke, well... Who knows? He may well have stopped it had it been uh, just a normal flush shot at him. But that little deflection just sort of skips off the turf and over. Flaggy is already diving. I don't think there was a lot too much wrong defensively with that, was there really? I mean, we were just done by the flick. And I've got to say, looking at the goal, Bishop's first touch was really good. Really good because he kills it, doesn't he? He kills it. And whether it's a touch of luck, I don't know. But it sort of kills it and he spins and just hits it first time. It's not a bad... Could we be critical there? I'm, I'm not sure. It's just one of those that nine times out of ten, perhaps, you know, once that flick has flicked on, someone gets a foot in and it goes behind or something like that. But, yeah, then it, and you're right, um, Craig, it was a bit unfortunate because I think Edmondson does get a bit of the ball, doesn't he? But it just simply deflects it past Kalecki. But, again, you know, you can, it's a classic, isn't it? What Cook must have said at halftime, you'd hope, keep it tight, keep it tight, first ten, you know, yeah. let's get the yeah. ball down, keep it tight, and then we play. Keep the crowd window quiet. straight away. Yeah. Crowd, yeah, yeah. Or how many? It was eight hundred Ipswich, uh, two thousand six hundred. Keep the fourteen hundred <laughs> quiet. Keep the eighteen hundred quiet, or whatever. Yeah, it's just, yeah, disappointing. Very disappointing indeed. Um, Cook makes his first changes on sixty-four minutes. It's good to see Edwards back. Harper came on um, with Fraser and Selena. The players coming off certainly looks like Harper is. Seen as an advanced midfielder by Cook now. 
Um, by this time, Accrington are really banging on the door. Danassia makes a crucial tackle. Haladki makes a decent save from Bishop. But on 79 minutes, the inevitable happens. Yeah, and, and, and the fact that he we brought Harper on and Chaplin didn't come off the bench, did he, yesterday? Um, no. Would sort of indicate that Cook had acknowledged that this can be a bit of, might need a bit more physicality on the pitch rather than mm. Chaplin maybe buzzing around it as as his number ten. Um, and again, the the the, the their second goal, their winner comes from a very similar position. It's it's down the right, but and Penny's sort of covering him, but Penny doesn't seem to. He seems to be showing him on on the guy onto his stronger foot. He's got running down the right, and he's Penny showing him to the right, and he still manages to get the cross in. I couldn't work out what goes in front or behind Penny, but he did poor not to stop the cross. And then Pell gets in front or reacts a bit quicker than than Danassian centre a goal about 16 yards out. Um, gets his shot away first time, just on the half volley, and I and it's not in the corner, shall we say? It's it's close to. Clanky down to his left, and he he doesn't get down quick enough to uh, to stop it. It may, you know, can you be generous and say it's too close to him to to drop down on it that quickly? You know, if had it been more in the corner, he might, could he got a dive in? I don't know, but yeah, it it was a very um, I said the shot was straighter than than you'd like. I think for the for the goalkeeper to be letting it in, unfortunately. But as you said, Mike, you know they they'd been banging at the door. You know, you, you could tell that something was coming the reports were Christ we need to weather this storm you know you could you could just tell that momentum was building and we couldn't and we just couldn't hold hold out or, or stand up stand up to it or create anything of our own yeah you we know, weren't we, we weren't hitting them on the break were we when we did when we did shut down attacks no no, no very it, was, it was just coming straight back to us yeah hmm. I think I think that's the most disappointing thing I mean we had two shots all game we're 50, yeah. again shades of last season at 54 percent possession two shots all game, one of which was the goal. So we just, you know, we just didn't second half. We just didn't, we weren't on the front foot at all. You know, you got, you got these places, you know, it's going to be, you know, we say it on the WhatsApp, don't be shithousery. You know what it was going to be like. And apparently yesterday, or listen to Morsey's interview afterwards, it was, it was the worst of the worst, but you've got to respect that. And you made a really good point. Craig made a really good point that teams aren't going to sit off us like Doncaster and allow you to play through because we can play you know, with the quality we've got. We can play through anyone, but you have to earn the right to play at these places and roll your sleeves up and, and work and play on the front foot. And we just, this was what Matthew was saying on the commentary, which is not, we're, we're just not we're playing not... on the front foot. Yeah. We, you know, it's, it's pretty, we're quite, it, an, aggressive, we're quite an aggressive team though, aren't we? When we've got Morsey out there, Evans, the, the two well, we centre right. backs, big physical when, lads, Bon up, down, there's a handful. Yeah, when it, when suits. it suits, we are. Yeah. Just done. Yeah. I think Evans was just they again reading between the lines yesterday. I was saying, well, you know, yeah, Selena hasn't been brilliant, but you know, one bit of class created the goal. Evans, okay, great hat trick on Tuesday. Done nothing. Reverted to type yesterday. And you could tell. You could tell. I think when I think Rich um, put our X, the XG graph um, on the WhatsApp and uh, Bond's goal. Our XG even after Bond's goal was 0.2. And it stayed it. It flatlined from then on to the rest of the match. It didn't. It didn't get any higher. That was it. You know, we've got so many creative players. We have. We know we have Burns. You know, Celine, you know, all these creative players. Fraser. Fraser. Yeah. You know. You know. You you you, you know. You read out the two two elevens. You know, at the start. And um, you're not telling me that man for man technically we're not miles better than that. But hmm. doesn't mean a thing if you don't work and roll your sleeves up and you're prepared to grind it out. Doesn't mean anything. And typical Ipswich soft touch again you know we've seen it all before seen it all before we have you know, played, you know sorry, you I think, think we played into there yeah yeah we did absolutely absolutely played, played into the hands, hands. yeah hitting it, long, hitting it long to Bon horrible weather windy rainy horrible no one really fancies it got what we deserved in the end hmm. nothing we did we did have one chance um before the game finished and Asien slipped a lovely ball through for Burns Gets yeah, to the byline. Burns is the man you want there. We've we've spoken about how good he is in that position, whipping in a nice low cross, and he's just I don't know if it was yeah. whether you can blame it on the conditions, but he's ended up just scooping it into the stand behind the goal. Blame and, on the weatherman. Um, yeah, it. he's he's a bit hit, he's a bit hit and miss, isn't he? Burns with his with his crossing delivery. Yeah. But for every one that he'll slide in perfectly to Bon, he'll slam one forty yards past him, you know, over mm. to the the far side for a throw in. So the, the Keenan the Keenan Bennett's um, effect. that's what it was. Keenan it, Bennett's yesterday. algorithm. Yeah. 
It's just good band band they were, mate. The the Keenan Bennett's algorithm. They're at (laughs) Reading, I think. Reading 93, they were at. Yeah, I preferred their second album. (laughs) It's just such a disappointment coming off the back of the other night, but it's just such an Ipswich result, really, isn't it? Yep. (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you this, Dave, before we get onto the Twitter questions. You say it's such an Ipswich result. When you hear a scoreline like Accrington, let's call them Accrington, Stanley 2, Ipswich 1, does that still really sting for you, Dave? Of course it does. Or, 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 or have you just sort of got used to it? Oh, no, no, I, I don't feel think like, I feel no, like I've got, got used to it. I used to be yeah, quite no, upset by this sort no, of scoreline. There's, a, there's a degree of acceptance now. Of course there is. But God, you know, looking at the bigger picture, of course, you know. Um, it's, it's just hard to take, isn't it? But it's not unusual because I think they now beaten us three times. I think we won there last year. But other than that, they're beating us three times out of four, aren't they? Is that about? I think that's about right. Um, yeah, I believe so. What would what would a fourteen-year-old David Diamond say if you fourteen? <laughs> if you went back in time and said, <laughs> Dave, when you <laughs> when you when you're nearly when, when you're when you're late when 50, you're in your fifties, you're going to be watching Ipswich lose against Accrington three times never, I'd, in four years. I'd, or, you know, I'd have thought, Christ, Accrington Stanley have had a hell of a lot of good cup runs to get to the fourth <laughs> or fifth round. Um, I mean, yeah, who could foresee it? I mean, it's just, it's. it's I say appalling, but it's just it's just what it is, and I think you know Morsey's comments summed it up. You know, very frustrated, but I think he was a little bit, perhaps almost a tinge of disrespectful there. Calling, yeah, him I don't, like a, I don't non, like that. No, yeah, I thought that was a bit, a, a bit much. No, no, you know, but uh, you know, he, he, I think where he was trying to get to is, as I said earlier, you know, you have to earn the right to play and go head face to face, head to head with these, you know, and cope with it. Obviously, we're not ready to yet, or certainly wasn't yesterday, which is a surprise when you've got someone like Morsey in the side who's supposed to be our enforcer and lead by example, but other players have got to respond as well. You say, should we be surprised by it, Mikey? But it has come on the, relatively hot on the heels of a 2-1 loss to Cheltenham Town and a 2-1 <laughs> loss to Burton Albion. So, you know, it's not a flash in the pan. Uh, yeah. yeah, God. But, you know, the difference is, what, three or four games ago, you know, Wigan, who are obviously doing very well, went there and won four one, was it? I think. Okay, conditions but conditions perhaps played a part in it yesterday, who knows? But even so, same for both sides and stuff. Yeah. Immensely, immensely disappointing and frustrating. And I can even listen, when that, that was quite funny. I'd, I'd switched off after a while and uh, I thought I'll just have a look at the forum, see what's happening. As soon as I went on the TWT forum, I just saw this post that said FFS. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Oh, here we go. <laughs> I don't need to look. <laughs> Deary me. Oh, right, let's, dear. let's let's move on into the Twitter question, shall we? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Right, and James Monk, um, 
give our congratulations to him. I believe he got married ah. a couple of weeks ago. Nice one, James. Um, Didn't know that. Congratulations. He says, could someone let Mr. Cook know that you can change tactics for it's too late and other formations are available? Is <laughs> is this going to be a bit frustrating, lads? Because I he did he did bring Norwood on. Didn't mention that. He brought Norwood on on 80, 80 minutes just after we conceded. <coughs> is so, that going to be the only time that we see a different formation this year? So at that stage, effectively, we went two up, did we? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's the same when we when we, we bought... We brought Piggott on, didn't we, at Sheffield Wednesday game? And we had Chaplin on. They just basically just all played anywhere they wanted to yeah, on the in the final third of the pitch, didn't they? But it's, it's the thing is, you're going to get, after every loss, after every defeat, the same questions are going to be be raised, aren't they? You know, in terms of assistant manager and tactical nous on the bench and being reactive rather than proactive in terms of the, the substitutions. You know, who's... Who's giving Cook a little word in the ear and stuff like that? It's all very well, you know, being being active and vocal when you're winning 4-0 against Doncaster and looking to score even more goals. When when you need someone in your ear and a bit of help and guidance is when you're getting your ass handed to you on a plate one all the way at Acton <laughs> and then they're knocking down the door sort of thing. So hmm. yeah, it's it's it is a concern. But he he's wedded to this formation, isn't he? He is. He said it from the very beginning. It's a bit like Bielsa, isn't it? You know, plan B is doing plan A better. Yeah. That, that's it is what it is until such time as you need a goal and we'll sling on someone else and start going for it a bit more in the last ten minutes. It's a concern. Yep. There's another question on a similar note from Pete Gold. Should we be worried that put that Cook is more reactive than proactive? A wet and windy second half would always favour Accrington's direct physical style. So why did he wait until the 80th minute to bring on Norwood. No, I agree. Craig, Craig said it. You know, reactive rather than rather than you know proactive exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Norwood is the typical classic classic player for those conditions, isn't he? You know, up and at him. You know, gets in defenders' faces, gets in the opposition faces. Ten minutes. Yeah. But then, as, as you said, the great hindsight. But then, as you said, Mikey, you know, we we haven't we haven't got a team of lightweight players anymore you know mm. we've got two bloody great hulking center arse we've now yeah. suppose got this bruiser little battleship defensive midfielder going around and, and kicking people we've got bon bon can handle himself up front but then yeah. you've got norwood as well handling himself harper i appreciates big in stature but not necessarily particularly you know tough tackling but even Correct. so these aren't you know, these aren't lightweight selena types dotted all over the pitch you know these are you know i mean that denasian right back as well you know they're you're not, you're not, you know, you're not fielding a midfield of, that includes Dizel and Bishop, are you? No, you know, good, good players, technical players that they were, but yeah, that's sort of you want to fancy those, you know. Yesterday, you know, these yeah. even Evans, Evans is a big bloke, you know, big guy yeah. physically. Yeah. Um, just, just ultimately, I think that would be the manager. But if I was, that would be the biggest concern that we just second half didn't compete, didn't yeah. compete. If you're, at all. if you're getting, if you're getting bullied by Accrington's Stanley in League One, then you've got problems for the rest of the League One. Oh, other sides really. are going to pick up on that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, flat, well, they're saying cricket, what flat yeah. track bullies the other night, weren't we? And, and were. Do you think it could be the same again when we go to places like Fleetwood then? Cambridge, Fleetwood, yeah. Mm. Cool. Got all these to look forward to, haven't we? <laughs> be interesting. I mean, I mean, it'll be interesting. Couple of weeks, so you know, two weeks. What two weeks is it now? Portsmouth. That'll that'll be a good old yardstick. That game, I think, of where yeah. we are, especially after yesterday's result for them. Yeah, exactly. That will be a good pointer of where we are. You know, come away, come away from there with a result, and yeah, you might think slightly and, different. That yeah. and then and then a week and a bit later, he's got you got Plymouth away, haven't you? That'll be another, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're flying. Yeah, another good. Yeah. Uh, Good judge. As long as we win our home game six 0 you know we'll we'll be fine. But the, the leagues, the leagues, it's all over the place. I mean, yeah. Arlington. I mean, you said the worst side we've seen this season since we've been at that level. They're comfortably the worst side I've seen at that level, and that includes South End a couple of years ago. And we we spoke earlier on, didn't we? You know, before we went on air, that they're now in the relegation zone in the in the national league, aren't they? Um, you know, Doncaster was just awful the other night, and I've got to say, probably the best team I'd missed the Bolton game I was away but other than that the best team I've seen down at Portman Road by far was MK Dons and yeah. to go and lose to Doncaster I mean just <laughs> just bonkers isn't it you know Sunderland for oh, mad madness but there you go another bonkers division 
Mullet might not be talking to you two anymore after you criticised um, <laughs> criticised oh, his every, wrestling. Every cloud, then. <laughs> <laughs> he asks, uh, "What movie was today's performance?" As I stood in the rain watching the future, we asked for questioning my existence. I'd suggest Blade Runner. I think I read this. That, I that was Darryl, Mullet, by the way. Not yeah. Not no, Blade. I thought I thought Daryl summed it up pretty well with Daryl Jones with Groundhog Day. I think that's just about right, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having been there for, having been there for Jordan Jordan Spence's last ever Ipswich Town appearance in the cup that time, it was yeah very seemed to be very reminiscent of that. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's not a film. I'm sure there's a play out there by someone like Oscar Wilde called After the Lord Mayor's Show. Surely, isn't there? Ah, see what you've done there. Very nice. (laughs) There you go. Very nice. FPL Tractor said that he called the Bolton game the disjointed phase. Are we now in the inconsistent phase before we hit the well-oiled machine phase? <laughs> I guess it was too much to, to hope that we'd go straight from one to three. That's a positive spin on things, isn't it, Craig? I know you're yeah. quite a dour person, aren't you? You're not, you're not going to get... Dour. <laughs> rude, mate. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a glass half full kind there of guy. There you go. There he is, isn't it? Um, yeah, well, let's hope that our... That's the thing, though, isn't it? It's consistency, isn't it? If any team in this division gets an element of consistent winning consistency, they'll shoot up the leagues, won't they? And to be fair, we're going to have to pretty much very, very, very quickly get our consistency phase sorted because we're getting cut adrift. But, um, yeah, just just hope that our consistency phase doesn't suddenly kick in, you know, middle of April time because we've been inconsistent between now and then because at the moment it just looks like it's... One, not even not even one step forward, one step back, is it? It's you know, it's one step forward and two steps back. We've sort of mm. burst our well, um, burst our bubble in the space of four days. Our colleague Joe came up with something quite good today. Where um, you'd like this, but I'm sure you saw it, Craig. That when for the '91, if so, the last time we got automatic promotion was obviously '91, '92 from the obviously Championship or Second Division to the new new Premier League. Um, and if we were to show <laughs> that form. From now on to the rest of the season, that gets seventy-five points, which is, should sneak us into sixth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and sobering, sobering yeah, exactly. thought. Exactly. Were you about not... to say, can anybody do that wit and roll, Craig? I feel like that's where that was about to, Te- was about to head back to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they can just yet. Um, did he really get ten out of ten on his debut? He did, mate. Yeah, yeah. West Brom, West at home, Brom, West it? Brom. Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. The goals, the goals on YouTube. If people want to search out, I'll put Is it on it? the um, Twitter. Yeah, uh, you love him, don't you? Love Excuse. him. Right, uh, Chris Rand says the post match post match interview was significant. It's the first time I've really seen Cook criticise the team like that. Until now, whatever he said or thought in private, he hasn't called the players out in public. How will they react? Presumably, Chris is referring to so far this season because Cook yeah. did did. Did have quite a that's few. All he did, uh, that's all he did last season. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd hope, you know, you'd hope they'd get, yeah, get a reaction. You know, I think it's a good thing that we've at least we, you know, our game's still on next Saturday because there's a fair few in league in League One. I think there's they talking about Accrington. There's an I forget who Accrington are playing, but I looked at that with dismay earlier on. Going back to what you said a few minutes ago about how do I feel about losing to Accrington, whether it was Accrington against and forgive me, I can't remember who they're playing, but their game's been called because of international call ups. We're still playing. <laughs> but look, I, I think that's a good thing, you know, Shrewsbury at home, hopefully a win, hopefully, and um and you know, off you go again. But we are up. I mean, yeah, we we just need to start winning, don't we? Again, pick it up soon, and hopefully the players will react in the right way. But then you've got you, it's this sort of two ways to look at it. You think, well, this is now Cook's squad, one hundred percent Cook's squad. He's handpicked these guys on mentality as well as as well as a playing ability, and they can go out and produce a performance like they did yesterday. Um, but then by the same token, you've got to put some onus on the players themselves. You know, there is very little he can do once they've mm-hmm. stepped out the porter cabin and onto the pitch. You know, yeah. what more he's... can he do? He's got to rely on these guys with hundreds of games experience to stand up and fight. Oh, pre- yeah, presumably he's not telling these players, yeah, no, duck out of that challenge. Don't com- don't compete. I mean, it's just it's pride in it. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. That was a. 
of, of a couple of few seasons of disappointments. I think yesterday was a new low, probably, because it was so everyone was on such a high after Tuesday, and we just haven't had that, have we? We have, It's been ages since, since you said, Craig, that we've put anyone to the sword and given them a good hiding. And you could see it coming, you know, you could see it, I suppose, some of the passages of play and you, you sort of sit down and some of the draws we've had the two twos and stuff like that. And you think, yeah, but one day we're going to get it right. And we're going to give someone an absolute tonking, which we did. And then you think, Oh, here we go. And, but oh. <laughs> you know, you're almost not back to square one, but it's such a setback, such a huge setback. I think yesterday. And Chris asked how, the, how will they react? We, we, you'd hope that as Dave says, the players have got some pride, in the performance they put out today, and between they don't need anything now from Cook. You know, it'll it'll be up to Morsey and Edmondson and you know Burgess yeah, big, and whoever else characters. to grab everyone by the scruff of the neck and say, "Come on, guys, for Christ's sake!" You know, we're supposedly the best, one of the best squads in this division. Here, yeah, we need to start pulling our fingers and, out. You know, you, and you wonder about characters in the team and stuff, don't you? Again, I know we sort of harping back to latter years, but even going back to, to you know, your favourite, you know, 91, 92, yeah, big characters like, you know, Linnigan was centre-half, big, uncompromising, run through brick walls, winning bloody, I mean, yeah. obviously playing John Walk, I mean, that obviously helps, but yeah, big characters in that side, didn't it? Stockwell, you know, honest, big, you know, pros and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We, we just, just don't seem to have that at the moment. But I think, as he said, the only ones really that seemingly came out of any credit was obviously Bon, obviously for his goal and obviously up there on his own pretty much for all the game. And I think he said Danassian was sort of half half decent and he has been good, hasn't he? Dave, I'd love to know how many times you've said a new low over the last six years <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, been, now, mate. Been, yeah there, there has been there has been several I, I certainly think that rant a few years back after i think it was a huddersfield <laughs> when me and bench just started swearing and lost it completely was probably the worst but yeah I, 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 like i said it was just it probably wasn't a new low but it was just such a setback such a <clears throat> after tuesday evening after such a high that's a problem and yeah. you know the half, you know the last. Yeah, I think it might have just been a case of it was a new high on Tuesday, Dave. Well, yeah. it's, it's a, 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 a happy night in League One for us. Yeah, good point. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peck and Blue, we've all seen the way Ashton responds to our victories. How do you think he's yeah. reacting and thinking now? I think not um, a lot of evidence of him happy clapping in the rain yesterday, was there? <laughs> no. And funny enough, we're talking about South End just now. Their their owner attempted to go and um, talk to their fans <laughs> yesterday after after they got beaten at Solihull to drop them into the relegation. He wasn't greeted overly affectionately. No, we, fair play, we say. Fair play. Um, yeah, but we don't, that's an interesting point, actually. I know it wasn't necessarily the, the question that Peckham Blue asked, but in terms of what's what conversations are actually happening in the background between Ashton O'Leary and, and the guys in the US, you know, it'd be intriguing to know, is are there a well, I assume there are alarm bells ringing, but how loudly are they ringing, and how long are they willing to let this let this play wasn't out? Wasn't there wasn't there a bit of a classic soundbite from Detmer over, over after the Doncaster who said the train has just left the station? Yeah, it's I think the points just, just failed. Yeah, just derailed <laughs> somewhere near Accrington. <laughs> no, it's just an abelio. It's an abelio Oh dear, honestly, yeah, yeah. Just... points failure at Shenfield again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might have to change and get on a bus at Kelvin. Yeah, doing <laughs> stone. Great stuff. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, uh, Andy Oliver says, I'm not even going to attempt to say his um, Twitter title. I'll just go with his handle, Andy Oliver. I think I'm more disappointed by the performance than the result. I think I think we all are, aren't we? We were more outthought than outfought. Does Cook need a plan B and would an assistant make a difference? You've already sort of talked about this, haven't you, Craig? And if if Cook is happy with his assistants, they need to be offering a little bit more when, when the going gets tough. They Yeah. If if we're judging them by how often we're seeing them talk to Cook during the game, yeah. They're not they're not really doing enough when things aren't going our way. It seemed like the Doncaster game, they they were full of full of ideas, but Yeah. Yeah, as I say, you know, Doncaster, when you're free for and Gary Roberts is telling everyone where to stand at corners and do this, that and the other at free kicks. But I was, 
I know you joked about it lightheartedly at the beginning of the show about sitting in hospitality and that, but for Cheltenham away, I was actually in hospitality. Um, <laughs> and as yeah, a, he's living it, oh, he's living, as a, living a life, isn't he? As Cold, a, coal, you Cheltenham. All the big, yeah, you <laughs> could you could keep, keep your, you could keep you could keep your new Highbury and the Emirates and Old Trafford. Um, <laughs> yes, there's, a, there's a modern reference. As <laughs> <laughs> new as I get, mate. Um, but by virtue of that, I was sta- I got. I was sitting behind the dugouts and poor old Cook on, on that Cheltenham game, he was all by himself. You know, he was literally all by, and all the other guys were just sat either on the bench or on the call box saying nothing to him. You know, he was, he was literally, it's all on him. Um, but as I said before, you know, the, this is, we're going to get this after every loss, after every loss, the same questions are going to be raised about, are we lacking an assistant manager? Hmm. And, but I'm sure if we were, or if it was thought that we were, there'd be one in place already because you can't keep letting it go like this. No. Going back, I said the same about Lambert and Culverhouse and maybe, you know, Cook and Cook and Richardson. Richardson. Is, they're the same. That was one of the questions, actually, just going back to the George Burley thing. I was, I was only allowed one question and I, I blew it on Benidi George and Matteo Sereni. But <laughs> one of the, I was going to ask him about, actually, assistant managers because, you know, he himself famously had Dale Roberts, Dale who Roberts. was obviously a friend, a close friend of his. But after that, it was it was John Gorman, it was Stuart Houston, who were, uh, you know, slightly older, more experienced, and, and not necessarily guys that he knew, you hmm. know, really closely. I don't think he knew him in passing and stuff. But these were solid guys who probably would question yeah, stuff. Yeah, John Gorman became available, didn't he, when Glenn Hoddle lost lost his England job. Yeah, and he, he he the club brought him in presumably. I can't imagine it was George Burley saying, "Can you can you get this guy in?" Yeah, and I don't think anyone was saying that he was undermined by it. No, but you know he was always with Robert. So, you know, Brian, they, did Brian they, Hamilton they, do a bit as well? Yeah, 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 yeah I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, round about that ninety-seven, ninety, yeah, ninety-seven, ninety-eight, seemingly ninety-eight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we probably had Stuart Houston once he once he left Arsenal. Probably wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He, he came in and helped out. I mean, Roberts was always there as well. I mean, Roberts, you yeah, know, great friends. They grew up in the youth team together. Great, you know, as we said uh, again before, you said, you know, he came over at 14, 15 from Scotland. I think, you know, him and Roberts were in the same, you know, the same batch of, of youth players back then. So, you, you know, could great. A- you could actually say that um, Burley maybe started to lose his way when, when Roberts wasn't around as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, good. A really good point. And, you know, they know how, you know, they, he knew how he worked, you know, and they know how each other ticks, so to speak. Well, you know, I just don't think, I just don't think you've, uh, you, you know, you've got that with uh, what, what the setup there now. <clears throat> got one, one last Twitter question. It's Mike, Mike Turbot. I think he, he may well have been at every game so far this season. He says, wow. we still have an arrogance throughout the club since relegation. <laughs> we had quality in our team expecting to just turn up and win. Now we have a new squad full of quality that expects to do the same. Does this stem from the fans' expectations or a big club mentality? It's whatever. It is starting to look a little bit like the last couple of years already, isn't it? Yeah. And as we said before, that I know I appreciate it's sort of taken out of context the Morsey quotes, um, and he does sort of preface it all with with all due respect, or I don't wish to sound disrespectful, and then goes on to slate Accrington. I'm not being funny, up. but... Yeah, exactly. I'm not racist, but... Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's not, it's not a good look to come out... And, sorry, Mike, I'll answer in a sec, but it's not a good look to come out and, you know, act like a spoiled, molly old footballer who, you know, mm-hmm. aren't up for the fight sort of thing. And yeah. just got... And we, we, I think Rich posted on TWTD earlier about when we came down with Lamb, but we were trying to play this, you know, the Man City of League One, and we'll just knock it around, and we'll play through people, and we'll all hold hands at the end of the match at Gillingham, and you know, thank everyone. And you now we're doing laps of honour after beating the worst team in the league by some considerable distance on Tuesday night, and within four days we're getting our backside, say backsides handed to us at uh, when the when the going gets tough. So you, I, I don't I, I don't know if it's ingrained in the club because. These are all brand new players now, aren't they? It's a brand, yeah. it's a completely brand new setup. You know, yeah, you're behind right. The, behind the scenes and on the pitch, should so, have lost that. Should have really lost that mentality. That's all. Should gone. There's, there's, there's everything behind the scenes. New everything, isn't it? Yeah, that mentality should have, should have gone, but still there. And and it's and it's not as if bubbling under know, 
the league, does it? It's not as if he's. This is all new to him. This is this is where he's done most of his good work. Is is in this division. He knows exactly what these teams are like. He knows exactly what these grounds are like. What the atmosphere is going to be like. What the stadium, the fans, the playing styles. He knows all this. Yeah. Seemingly second half, they just ran ran all over us, didn't they? And hmm. just we didn't just we didn't stand up, and that's what you have to do. You do indeed. Let's talk talk through some of the other results. Uh, so. Bolton still flying high. Mm. They beat Shrewsbury 2-1. Yeah, Shrewsbury is our next League One opponent. Rotherham won 2-0 away at Cheltenham. Um, Cambridge, who we face away soon, drew to all at Crewe. Doncaster, as you mentioned, Dave, beat Milton Keynes 2-1. Um, a rare win for Charlton. They won away at Fleetwood yeah. 2-1. Wigan still flying high. They won 2-0 at Gillingham. We obviously faced Gillingham this week in the Pizza Trophy. Uh, Lincoln drew two all against high flying Plymouth. Pompey four nil winners <laughs> over Sunderland. Who saw that one coming? Oxford won two one away at Sheffield Wednesday, and in the craziest game of all, Wickham scored a late winner to beat Morecambe four three. Wickham looking pretty strong. And Chris Rand asked us to, well, he promoted this tweet from Stephen Bailey. Dave, I know you've kind you've kind of referenced the bonkers division. So Sunderland won five nil during the week and lost four nil against Portsmouth oh, yeah, yesterday. <laughs> Coventry lost five nil during the week. Obviously, this is a championship and won four one against Fulham. Doncaster lost six nil and won two one against Milton Keynes. And yeah, obviously Ipswich won six nil against Doncaster and then managed to just to lose at, just at no. Clinton. No rhyme or reason, is there? Crazy, no. crazy. That's why we love it. That's why we, we love it. We said about consistency, isn't it? And 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 the only Wigan before Sunderland got the, you know, got hiding yesterday. Wigan are really Wigan and Plymouth to a certain extent. Are the ones that are seemingly at the moment just keeping that consistency and scoring goals and just mm. racking up the points. Consistency is, and that is what I want. In the words of David Brent, Wigan are now top after Sunderland's. Defeat so Sunderland, despite that 4 0 defeat, still have a plus seven goal difference. Um, but Wigan plus 10 at the top Decent. of the league, 22 points, averaging more than two <clears throat> points a game. Plymouth, as you say, very consistent. They're drawing a lot of games, um, but then they've only lost once all season. Rotherham have sort of sneakily got up there after a bit of a sticky start. Wickham, as I mentioned, fifth. Milton Keynes had a dodgy week, dropped down to sixth. Bolton have won two on the spin, up in seventh. Oxford have had a good week. They're up to eighth. And then Portsmouth are in the top half now as well. But uh, least, and then, sorry, yeah, Don, Doncaster, we've spoken about how bad they are. They're, they're bottom, but they're only four points behind us. No, they're not. They're three, three, <laughs> three. points behind us. <laughs> Yeah, which was the win the other night. And I mean, who, do we, it... who do we have next? Shrewsbury, who are... Talking apart, when does it get... Apart, when does it get to the point where we start, honestly, looking down rather than... Oh, my God. Looking up, you know? Well, I mean, you've got 10 games. 10 games yeah. in now. And we're one point, one point off relegation. And, and five out of the top six have got twice as many points as we have. And yeah. at least twice you know, as many and, and look at those fixtures we've had, those 10 games... Um, there could be a few more new lows to come. Dave. Some, <laughs> you'll, you'll, be at the, you'll be digging down the bottom of Mariana's trench, mate, by the end of October. You'll be looking up. <laughs> Can I plunder the depths? Oh, it's just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, that's why we that's why we love them, isn't it? That's why we love them. But, I don't yeah, know. Never know what to expect. It's just, it's just so bloody draining, though, isn't it? You know, you think, Christ, away, just give us, t- just give us two matches in a row that we can be happy about. You no, know, it's not much to ask, is it? But you see, but it's, it's you're going half time, one nil up, brilliant, one nil up, brilliant. Yeah. yeah, see that, see it, see it. They'll come out a second half. See that off. Get one or make it two. Got three nil. That'd be good. Six nil, three nil. <laughs> that'll make people look. That'll make people look up. <laughs> same old, same old. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we, go, we go again. as the We go are. again, indeed. We go again with a go midweek again. show featuring Benjamin Bloom this week. Um, I'll be joining Rich to preview the Shrewsbury game on Saturday. Shrewsbury are second bottom on eight points. I've got to say, just they quickly, will leapfrog us with a win at Portman Road. 
go give a plug for those shows. Those preview shows are excellent. Rich and Rich and Seb really really enjoying those. Brilliant. Yeah. It just it just needs to stop predicting the correct shots every single week. Mind you, probably next game will probably pick the goalkeeper and he'll save two penalties or something, <laughs> <laughs> and score and come up for a corner and score. <laughs> although, Love although to be fair, he 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 did he did predict you know not wishing to disparage Richie's prediction, but Christ, even I could have predicted Colby Bishop was going to. Bishop score, was a bit, he, he did mention Pell in dispatches though, didn't he? Yeah, he I, did, I, yeah. I did have a couple of quid on on Bishop to score, but Ipswich to win at the same time. But uh, okay. unfortunately, Rich Rich came good on his bit, but Paul Cook didn't come good on his. Indeed, I think I think Joe Fairs might have had Ipswich to win by um, three or more goals, didn't he? Was it you, Craig, the other night when Joe, <laughs> Joe showed a bet, some sort of betting slip, and you said, "If you're now going to show me you had Lee Evans to score a hat trick." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be happy. Yeah, Ipswich win six nil double. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the bet, the big bet today was: Do you have the, the winner of the Arc de Triomphe for eighty to one? That'd been quite nice, wouldn't it? Crikey! Well, is that what? What's that? Dave? That was that a, it's a French classic, the Prix de l'Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, eighty to one won it today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Is that horse racing? Deary me! Cycle. The, the horse. The horse is horse racing. The horse is always cycling. The horses always run quicker in France, mate, because they're getting chased with knives and forks. <laughs> Actually, talking about cycling, it was the old Parry, the old famous Parry Roubaix um, ride today. Well, over the cobbles, absolutely brutal. It was on TV a bit earlier, switching from the marathon, watching a bit of that this morning. It was like driving rain and sort of going, you know, hell for leather on bloody bikes with wheels like that thick over cobbles. My arm was, my bad arm was starting to itch. God, I think I need a slightly more padded seat to, to get get going on those. Crikey, yeah. Excellent. So that that preview show uh, will be available on Friday morning for the for those interested. And yeah, you you said it's been good. It might not be quite as good this time because it's me rather than Seb. And um, the flagship show will be back next Sunday. I'm sure at least one of you will be there for that. Um, after a five nil win over <laughs> Shrewsbury, we we beat them a couple of years ago, didn't we, Dave? I think we beat them three nil at home. Or was it four one? Maybe. Oh, yeah. I think we... Uh, we, we see quite a good win without playing all these, well. all these seasons and teams win. like Shrewsbury and they're the ones Oxford. with all those they're, they're the massive defenders they're about three defenders that are about six for eight. Oh, that was that Beckles that Omar Omar Beckles yeah 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 Possibly, oh, yeah all the all these teams sort of merge into one when I think about games I can remember games I remember anything that happened like forty odd years ago when we were mm-hmm. riding high in Europe and stuff like that but ask me um ask me the score against I don't know whoever it was we played London uh, gone <laughs> but there you go. Excellent. And any last any last words before we go, gents? Anything you'd you'd like to plug? Any good books you've read or anything? Someone said the Mariner book is coming out soon. I think Joe said that or Rich said that. That's coming out quite soon. There was talk of the Blue Monday Book Club being resurrected or something. Mm. Well, not resurrected. That was an idea we had a couple of seasons ago. And obviously when Harry was amongst us. But so, yeah, that that might be a possibility. I think that's coming out later this month. So that's something to look look out for. And and obviously, I know this has been mentioned before. Anyone that hasn't... um, hasn't been to the walls he does yeah i mean that's just unbelievable have you been have you, have you streamed have you been craig or, or obviously or streamed you, you went that's it's pretty clever if i got a program from the live stream mate <laughs> well I, no i don't know if you can get programs you know if you can get them anyway no, who he, was who did you have he, on the he, do he, they he, do hospitality at the Woolsey? <laughs> <laughs> well funnily enough i was sitting next to rich woodward so that was hospitality enough for me uh, me, me uh... and rich went on um we went on thursday with a with a date on thursday to go um, but no, it is very good. My only slight gripe is that the music isn't all from 1981, but you know, no, we'll, it isn't. we'll let no, that you're, pass. You're, um, you're quite right. It isn't. I, I thought that, but thought, no, I'm not going to say anything. Who was your player at the end or uh, players? Are we, are we allowed to spoiler it? I had, we had Steve McCall, um, for, for our oh, uh, wow. player at the end. No, because they changed from, hips, hips yeah, not, choice. changed from night to night. I went like second night, I think it was Mick, obviously Mick, Mick Mills, a legend. But um, yeah, Steve McCall, nice one. Yeah, I had yeah, Alan Hunter when I went to the FA Cup one. I don't think I'm going to make it to the the UEFA Cup one, unfortunately. But like I said you can you can stream it, can't you? I think. Mm. Yeah, every 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 night's um, yeah performance is being live streamed. Yeah, but they're all good. It's good. The band was good, and and the you know, really good. Really yeah, they, they all the, the actors go and play the instruments it's and incredible all sorts, isn't it? It? is it the really... same is it the same cast that did the... a lot 
I think yeah. I, I, yeah. certainly Bobby Robson's the same as this Peter Pevely who's just oh, unbelievable, brilliant. incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, certainly three or four, I'd say, of the cast are the, are the same. Um, yeah, it's a cracking, cracking night. Yeah, yeah, obviously for for the likes of me that remember it, that can just about remember it all. Yeah, it's, it's good, really good. Lovely stuff. Yeah, probably not my best performance tonight. Definitely not Ipswich's best performance this weekend, but but we, we, we've got to the end of the show. Thank you very much for, for watching and listening. Again, congratulations to to Mr. Wade. Oh, Enjoy your jelly deals. <laughs> and um, see you next time, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers, Cheers Mikey. Cheers, Craig. Cheers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.